Hello and welcome to Game of the Month podcast, where we play a game every month and then we come back, come back and talk about it. Uh, my name is Sam, also known as Stare Bender on like all the things: Steam, GOG, uh, finally Xbox, uh, and maybe uh, Origin as well. Did you buy an Xbox and not tell me about it? No, 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 I didn't buy an Xbox. Uh, it's just my, you know, Xbox is tied into Windows 10 now. Uh, oh, so yes. I finally, I, I bit the bullet and paid the 10 bucks to change my name. Windows 10 Play Anywhere. And uh, my co-host here. Oh yeah, I'm Tristan. All my right. name, or er, known as, my name is, <laughs> my name is, Tristan, also my name known is. as Vinyl Richie on Steam, GOG, Nintendo Network, blah, 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 blah. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. All right. So, yeah. Uh, again, I'll just want to Saganet. re enter. <laughs> <laughs> my Dreamcast gamer tag is. I uh, just want to reiterate. Yeah. So, we, we, we pick a game every month, and we come back, and we talk about it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you play games with us and uh, and kind of follow along. Uh, this month we did play uh, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, but before we get to that, we're going to talk about a couple other things. What we're looking forward to. Uh, actually, we're going to start with. Sorry, I've got I've got it two separate ways here on my two different notes. Whoa. We're going to start with uh, what we've played recently, and then we'll go to uh, what we're looking forward to, and then we're going to talk about our game of the month, Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Can okay. You, can you follow? <laughs> I think so. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. You want to you want to go start us off then? What uh, what you've played recently? Sure. Yeah. So um, since it has actually been since the last episode, uh, Christmas has graced us, um, mm. and I got some spicy gifts for Christmas. Um, namely, a VR headset. Um, I got the Lenovo Explore Windows Mixed Reality headset. Hot oh, dang. Um, and I gotta say, it's really awesome. It was uh, I had actually never tried anything virtual reality before, except yeah. for about ten minutes with a virtual boy. Um, about 15 years ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so Windows Mixed Reality is um, it's a fairly new platform. Um, it's a little bit different than using like a Vive or something like that, um, just mm. because everything is built straight into Windows, um, which is good and bad at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's good because I feel like uh, it definitely broadens the horizons a little bit and may- make it a little bit easier for, you know, kind of smaller devs and, you know, people to just come up with, you know, different uh, technical demos and, you know, little games and things like that. Yeah, um, sure. But also, it's uh, it's kind of bad because I have been experiencing some uh, some compatibility issues, namely with uh, Steam VR. Oh, um, mm. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I honestly haven't had uh, the time to dedicate to like, you know, really sitting down and figuring yeah. it out. Yeah, I got you. But um, yeah, I cannot get Steam VR to work for anything. So that does kind of limit your library a little bit, just because. Um, Sticking to just what's on uh, the Microsoft Store, you're pretty much looking at, like, Minecraft and, like... Oh, boy. That's really about it. (laughs) But uh, speaking of Minecraft, um, that was, of course, the first game that I got. um, And it really actually kind of got me back into Minecraft. For VR. Yeah, for the VR headset specifically. What is it? Windows Mixed Reality? WMR? Yeah. Windows Mixed Reality. It's easier to say Windows Mixed Reality, honestly. (laughs) 
But um, yeah, Minecraft is actually really cool. Um, you know, it, it works with head tracking. It works with the motion controllers, which are excellent, by the way. Um, I was a little skeptical at first, just because, yeah. like, I guess really my only major experience with motion controllers would be like Wii Motes, mm. um, which are you never played with Power Glove. No, never got, never <laughs> had the Power Glove. Uh, oh, I you're missing out, dude. Though. You're missing out. <laughs> I got one. I'll bring it over. I don't have any of the equipment to make it work, but I got the power glove. Uh, but, um, yeah, so it works really well with the motion controllers. Um, it works really well with the head tracking. And I got to say, I mean, you know, I, I am overly impressed uh, with just how well everything works. Overly. Um, overly. Yeah, I got to I got to play with it a little bit, too, here. And um, it was it was not bad. I was going to say, yeah, the, the tracking and everything really is pretty good. It gets a little wonky um, the, if you leave the wands kind of outside of the range of the headset cameras um, for, for a little while. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, and it's really my first foray into the virtual um, reality stuff, too. So uh, it was we – were, we, were, we were both here, and it was basically just like, holy shit, dude, right. holy yeah, shit. Like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> Yeah. So we are kind of scrubs, so that's to be expected. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. But yeah, definitely really awesome. Um, I will say the uh, the only problem that I've been having, well, I guess other than the, oh, uh, the Steam VR, the Steam VR yeah. stuff, uh, would be that you can't exactly play it for a long time. Oh yeah. You you can do it for I I, I think I can get through usually about like twenty minutes before I feel like okay I need to take this off and like kind of sit down just take for a, a second. Yeah. You getting sick or feeling sick or not just necessarily like... sick, but um it, it really it kind of makes you feel a little out of it. Mm. Um you know when you especially like if you play Minecraft for for a while yeah. and then you you know step out of it and it's like whoa you know <laughs> everything's not coming, blocks anymore coming back to earth. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it is excessively awesome. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really optimistic about windows mixed reality as a platform. Um, it should be pretty fun. Cool. I would say, uh, biggest criticism I have is that, um, even with, uh, even including steam VR, not exactly the largest library of games. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course you've got like, you know, fallout and Skyrim, which mm. I would like to try at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But other than that, classic, there's not a whole lot out there that, uh, looks terribly excellent. I mean, maybe I just got to give some stuff a try. Maybe it's going to be, you know, not so much like, uh, popular mainstream titles coming to vr but more you know kind of its own sort of titles yeah but um i don't know we'll just have to see it's awesome either way cool um other than the vr um i did uh i did also get a uh a sega saturn (laughs) which is uh one of my all-time favorite consoles so uh if you've ever played a Saturn yeah. before, you, you you pretty much know the classics: Burning Rangers, Guardian Heroes, Bomberman, the Shining series, um, all the good ones. Yeah, been so I've been overindulging on that quite a bit. And uh, there was another Sega thing you got recently. I did, yes. <laughs> so the Saturn kind of put me on a bit of a Sega rampage, um, and I also got a uh, a Nomad, uh, which is a Ooh. portable. Genesis. It's, it's like a t- what? How? When did they come out? Ninety five. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like the Switch of ninety five. <laughs> Twenty year old Switch. Um, <laughs> you know, it, a lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about the Nomad, and it is true that you know six AA batteries they don't really oh, last shit. all that long. <laughs> it's a little beefy. Um, it's but, hefty. 
But I love it. I mean, I uh, it's like a meatloaf. It is a meatloaf. <laughs> it's, it's uh, but it's a really cool console. It um, is really awesome. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I finally beat Sonic Three. Nice. Yeah, for the first time ever. Um, which I know there are probably a lot of Sonic fans that are going, "What you the fuck?" Just beat Sonic Three. <laughs> it has a save feature on it. Come on, but, dude. Um, yeah, finally beat Sonic Three for the first time. Um, You're so. one of these guys. I am one of those guys. <laughs> that is me all the time. I love Sonic, but I'm honestly not that great at it. <laughs> oh, so that's yeah, funny. that's uh, that's been me. Yeah, the Nomad. Month. I think it, it is really cool because you know it takes the car- like Sega Saturn cartridges, so like they're full size. Genesis. Cart- sorry, Sega Genesis cartridges. Thank you. So like, just they're full size cartridges, and you slam them in this thing, and it's like a Game Boy, but for your regular. Yeah, I and, don't know. It's, and I, and it's, I think it is like the Switch of '95. <laughs> when you take into consideration, you know what was what else was available at the time. Like, not to slam on Nintendo. I mean, I love the Game Boy, of course, but like, Shaw it guys was, showed up <laughs> in in '95. You were going up against the Game Boy Pocket, which was still in black and white. Of course, you know, batteries were uh, much better. Battery yeah, life. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Uh, you were saying no, the, yeah, no backlight on the no pocket. backlight, black and white, black and white, you know, yeah, um, green and black. So considering those facts, uh, you know, Sega definitely made a bet Pretty that BA. consumers would prefer the uh, premium gaming experience over uh, over the latter. But they were right; they were just twenty years too fast. Exactly. Um, what okay. about you? Uh, well, I jumped back into GTA recently. Um, I don't know. GTA is one of those games where it's like I. I I like love it, and I and I want to play it a lot, but I don't have anyone to play with, and I've played through the entire story mode at this point. Not that I can't just you know go roaming around and killing people and whatever, but I want to do a little bit online, and then I go online and like I don't have anybody, I don't know anybody else that plays online anymore, so it's just me, and I just kind of wander around and do my own thing. So I, that was pretty brief. Um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate, um, which. Uh, I bought, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago or something. Uh, it was on sale, and I picked up uh, Unity and the Syndicate because when they came out, they were not, did not, were not well received. Lots of issues with them, and um, it, I think it's for the most part okay now. Um, my biggest issue with Assassin's Creed, um, I haven't played Origins yet. I'll probably look to pick that up on sale and then give it a try. Um, I've, since Black Flag and and Unity and and Syndicate kind of got trashed in the reviews, it. I've kind of laid off buying them right out of the gate. Yeah, Black Flag was the last Assassin's Creed game that I played, and I loved it. Dude, Black Flag was my favorite. Yeah. It, I, and maybe it's the, the piratey part of it and the sailing, but it just overall I feel like it did really well. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but Syndicate's pretty good. Um, there's a couple of weird things with it. Um, like there's this uh like rope dart thing you can shoot up and just climb up buildings like super fast which I feel like takes away the entirety of like why even have parkour if you can just like Batman around the city, um, but I mean it's nice especially if you need to get away from people quickly but I mean it's just kind of like a what you know, um, some of like the 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 because there's you know you can run up and run down in this one so like if you want to do like a low vault or whatever you can do that um some of that's a little iffy and then my biggest issue is just and i think uh black flag had this to a certain extent unity definitely has this i don't know about origins but there's like just so much shit packed into the maps and the maps are huge and the maps are great but like there's just so much extra like collectibles and and all kinds of other shit and it just kind of muddies the experience for me you know 
Um, not that I don't enjoy like having other things to do, but like, and I will say uh, syndicate has some great, like just kind of side missions you can do and you gain renown with different factions or whatever that you're involved with. And then you get, you know, you get rewards for leveling up that stuff, which is, and, and they're, they're fairly varied, so it's fun. But, um, but like just all the extra shit, I just wish they would kind of start cutting that out. And again, I haven't played Origins, so I can't say for sure whether or not, um, that's been fixed or not, but um, overall, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. So, and um, and then we we've been playing a game. Yeah, over the past couple of days, we've gotten like super into Heroes of the Storm. Well, not super into. We've gotten pretty into. Well, yeah, <laughs> JG uh, was telling him we were getting into Heroes of the Storm. He was like, "Oh yeah," and then, and then I was like, "Well, like we're kind of sorta." And he was like, "Oh, so you're like just barely." <laughs> so we've we've been playing it for <laughs> like, like three days. Well, yeah, we're not like we're in, we're not going hard like you do <laughs> on everything. <laughs> like jumping straight into competitive and like. No, but we, yeah, we've only been playing against AI. Only against AI, <laughs> we've been doing all right. I, I'll admit, I've lost some matches um, against AI, uh, but it's fun. I don't know. It's 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 like scratching a different itch. It like, really is, is what it is. Yeah, because I mean, I you know I've always been intrigued by uh, by MOBAs, but yeah, me too. I've just never really found one that I could latch onto. I've tried a couple of different ones. I tried one. I was gonna say a couple of years ago, it was supposed to be. I was like, you know. The, they were just kind of, well, maybe not just kind of, but they were, you know, really starting to get popular to the point where I was seeing them more about them. And, and, and I was like, okay, let me find like one that, I don't know, I found one that was like supposed to be for beginner players, you know, and, and, and it, it just didn't click. I just didn't get it. And so like I played one or two matches and that was it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've like <coughs> ventured into some vainglory, you know, brief moments yeah. of gaming on the toilet <laughs> i feel like we're gonna end up talking about that every single time. toilet's gonna come in on every every episode but um, uh yeah i played a little bit of anglory too um past couple of days and then i uninstalled it because i was like well it's pretty fun it's a little shallow it's just better yeah it's real shallow but yeah i mean but then you know uh, certainly one of the more enticing aspects of heroes of the storm is the fact that you know if you are a blizzard fan mm. um you've got you know access to all of your favorite Blizzard Classic, characters. Classic, yeah, yeah, iconic I mean, characters. You know, e- they even went as far as to dig up uh, the three dwarves um, from one of their, like, <laughs> earliest games. Uh, yeah. So there's definitely a lot of uh, nostalgia based in there. It's cool to play as Kerrigan and D.Va, like, you know, yeah. in the same game. That's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> and I think I kind of get it a little bit more, too. It's, uh, it's kind of like... It's it's like playing a like a real time strategy game like StarCraft or something like that. Yeah, it kind of is. But you're just controlling one character. Yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting way. I haven't really thought about it that way before, but yeah, and I I'm really not a huge fan of real time strategy just cuz like I get lost in like small details all the time, so I yeah, I, I mean, I think they're fun, but I don't like to play with other people cuz I just get my ass kicked. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, at least <laughs> maybe I could say the same for Heroes of the Storm so far, because <laughs> uh, we've just been doing bots. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun, and and it's kind of I think you know it does play a lot. Of, from what I understand, it does play a lot differently from a lot of other mobas. But um, maybe that's a good thing because like I don't I don't need another like hardcore game to get into. You know, something right. that's a little more chill. Is, yeah, is always good. So definitely. And uh, we also played. Um, not quite as recently, but we've played some a game called Atomega. Oh yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of a kind of a, I would say quake inspired shooter, kind of futuristic. You um, it's I don't know how to really explain it. You start off as um, just a little dot of light basically, and you go around collecting uh, blocks they call mass, 
And as you gain mass, you uh, transform into these different shapes, and you start doing more damage, but you're, like, slower. You're very fast in the beginning, but you get slower, and you can't jump as high and stuff. And um, basically, you just want to score as many points as possible, kill as many other people. But there's there's just some really interesting mechanics to it. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting game. Um, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. It's like um, a Ubisoft, pu- it's published by Ubisoft, I think, is one of their, like, not it's not like a Ubisoft game, but I think published right. by Ubisoft. Yeah, it is published by Ubisoft, and I I remember seeing some trailers for it actually before it came out, and I was really excited about it. I think the only disappointing aspect that we've come into so far is the fact that it is a little deserted. It's it's really deserted, which is it, and it, honestly it's a shame because it really is a fun. It's game. a fun when game. you get into a match with more than like two or three people, even like if you can get four people into a match, it like it it can get really fun really quick. Uh, but I think it supports up to like I want to say sixteen in a single match. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and I just feel like, oh my God, it'd be so freaking great to have 16 people in one match. Um, so, and it's, and I don't think it was too expensive either. No, I mean, 10 it's bones, maybe something like that. I think it actually even went a little bit cheaper over the, over Christmas, but, um, yeah, it's, it's like really not that expensive. It's a really fun game. It's got, you know, some very different mechanics that set it apart from, you know, other, uh, other FPS games. Yeah. Um, and it's not like it's not like super hard. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's again it's kind of a chiller FPS. Yeah. It's not like super hardcore or anything. There's not like different loadouts or whatever. You can customize your uh, your uh, the, your color and stuff. But uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I just wish more people would play it. Yeah, definitely. So if you're listening to this, you should get Atomega. Yeah, A T A T O M E G A Atom and Omega smashed together. Very very kind of clever there. All right. Uh, anything else you've played recently you want to talk about real quick? Um, I mean, we, we, other than that, the usuals, you know, the Overwatch. usual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Um, things that we are looking forward to. Uh, you, I've talked to you a million times about this already, um, but I'm going to mention it here. Uh, there's a game coming out by Rare called Sea of Thieves. It's coming out March 20th. Um, I've been lucky enough to um, play in the alpha, and I definitely it's definitely something I'm going to pick up. I haven't actually pre-ordered yet, but I'm going to. Um, it's like, it's just like your pirate fantasies realized. I mean, I don't, uh, that's it's like the best way I can put it. It's like, it's it's first person. Uh, it's like a first. Oh, I guess like a first person adventure game, um, but set on the high seas. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, you can, I mean, there's. It's just. It's just fantastic. I don't know what else to say about it. It's a great game. Um, you can shoot cannonballs. You can shoot yourself out of cannons. There's controls for anchors and um, trimming the sails and catching the wind. You know, turning the sails so you can catch wind. Uh, you can put people in the brig. You can uh, repair holes in your ship. Uh, you can hunt for treasure. You can hunt other pirates. Um, it's like totally open. There's no loading screens. Once you get in the game, you're on the boat, you jump off the boat, you're in the water, you climb up on shore, you're on this Island. There's no loading. You just, you just go. It's, and it's like kind of multiplayer online. It's all online. It's multiplayer. So there's, you know, multiple ships and, and crews and everything. And, um, yeah, it's just going to be great. Um, I'm definitely going to pick it up. It sounds like exactly what I always wanted Wind Waker to be. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, I was gonna say it's it's uh, got, uh, got a little Black Flag blood in it. I would say too. Um, it's it's gonna be good. It is a Microsoft exclusive, so Xbox and uh, Windows 10 only. 
literally the only reason that I've upgraded a Windows 10. <laughs> Not even joking. I got uh, the invite for Alpha, and I was like, okay, I guess I have to upgrade a Windows 10 now. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, Nintendo just had a Nintendo Direct uh, a couple of days ago and re uh, re yes. revealed a couple of different uh, games and things that were coming out. And one that in particular that piqued my interest was uh, Kirby Star Allies. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know it's co-op Kirby, so... Sounds like a blast. Yeah. You can't go wrong with co-op Kirby. No. <laughs> um, and I guess I'll go ahead and do my last one, then we'll switch over to you, buddy. Uh, last one for me is Monster Hunter World, uh, which is coming out, like, next week, I think. I probably won't pick it up right away, but um, it just looks really good. There's, it's I haven't played Monster Hunter games, but there's just big old monsters that you go around killing, basically. <laughs> it reminds me, uh, to a certain extent, of one of my favorite games, um, Dragon's Dogma, uh, which is a great... Um, RPG game. If you haven't played it, it's fantastic. It came out about a, uh, 2012, I think, year after Skyrim. Um, and I liked it a way better than Skyrim. But anyways, it kind of reminds me of that, and it just looks it look, just looks gorgeous and looks like a lot of fun. So, Yeah. As somebody who has played some Monster Hunter, um, mostly uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the Wii U, um, yeah, it <laughs> definitely Wii looks <laughs> excellent. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that game as well. Um, I think what... what Huh? So what else? <laughs> um, so, uh, not a, not an official release date yet, unfortunately. It looks like it's just going to be uh, second half of 2018 at some point. Okay. Um, but uh, a title that is, uh, or a series rather, uh, that is rather near and dear to my heart. Series, you're um, Shenmue 3 is ah. going to make its debut um, later on this year. Uh, definitely been waiting. Let's see. Yeah, I was say, about that's exciting because the last one came out for Dreamcast, correct? Um, so, okay, Shinmu 2 did come out for Dreamcast. There was Boom. a Dreamcast version. However, it didn't come out in I North think America. I it somewhere. The original came out on the Dreamcast. Uh, the second one was actually uh, released oh. on the Xbox uh, just because it was released uh, right after they canceled the Dreamcast. Well, I have a Dreamcast version of, I think, 2. They did. Okay, so the, it came out in Europe. Oh. Um, they're actually, maybe that's uh, how I have it. I don't know. There are some... Th I never played it. There's some cloudiness shroud, uh, shrouding Shenmue 2, unfortunately. Uh -huh. um, but excellent series. Um, I am definitely looking forward to trying to find some sailors uh, later on this year. Um, sailors? Never mind. Just <laughs> ignore me. <laughs> Looks like you should have played the game. Um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no, it looks absolutely incredible. Um, I'm glad that they have gotten a lot of the same team back together that developed the first two. Um, I think that that definitely bodes well for its quality. Um, it, it should be a really good game, I, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, this another Sega franchise that is, uh, like I said, very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> um, other thing that I'm looking forward to is, uh, even though I don't quite have a Switch yet, I am very much looking forward to uh, the Nintendo Labo series of products. Yeah, so that was interesting. It kind of came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting I don't that. Think anybody was expecting that. I'm not really even sure uh, necessarily what to think about it yet, but um, from what I've seen in the video, um, all of it looks really cool. <laughs> it looks awesome. <laughs> um, and especially the robot. Yeah, the robot looks amazing. So I. I, and I was actually I was going to ask you about this. Uh, what do you what do you think they're going for there? Do you think they're doing kind of like a Google Cardboard sort of thing with the, uh, um, with the mask? Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't really notice the mask so much on the robot, to be honest. I think yeah. I kind of caught it right at the very end. But um, so I I 
I couldn't say. I mean, that's that. That's my best. That's the best guess. I think if if there's any, I couldn't tell if the if the um the actual screen switch screen was in the mask or not. Um, because yeah. a lot of the other ones had the had the switch out in front for some reason. Because like there was like the fishing one, which looked really cool. Yeah. Um, where you had the line that was attached to s- uh, some other box that had like the actual switch screen in it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how all that's gonna work. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. I mean, the. I mean, I'm not sure how it's gonna work. Like, I'm not sure how. You know, like I'm not sure how it's possible to do all this stuff they're doing with it. But I mean, that's <laughs> the, that's the thing is I I I think uh, I think kind of what they're going for with this because uh, you know having products that are, that are that are cardboard is 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 a bit of a dicey move i mean you know that oh, sure. that does uh you know increase uh you know just the fragility of it um, <laughs> yeah. you know but anyway i mean i i think that it's actually pretty smart you know being able to use especially if they were going to go for sort of a google cardboard sort of thing i mean you know technically yeah. with the uh with the joy cons i mean you could do you know head tracking and that sort of thing um so i think it it really yeah. does kind of present the opportunity for for endless possibilities so yeah, it definitely. looks very very cool and well, I, I think am, the other cool thing about it is i mean if they're made out of cardboard and i know there's some uh, there's definitely some specialty pieces that right. go with um the robot one in particular but you know with them being cardboard if for some reason it gets broken uh you know, I mean, you can like unfold it and lay it down on another piece of cardboard, and you know, trace it and cut it out, and then fold it back up and and be good to go. Pretty it's easily, I would think. So, um, also, I, I think it'll make for a really interesting um, third party stuff. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of options if you can just make you know accessories out of cardboard, right? Like, uh, for 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 people to get in um, at like a low low cost you know, i almost so. kind of feel like there's really no way to uh, you can really only speculate what they're going to do with it i mean there's uh yeah you know obviously they've got some pretty wild ideas themselves for it um but we're just gonna have to kind of see yeah what i mean i think out. it's the I tip mean, of the iceberg really yeah, it really is um but yeah it looks uh, it's crazy uh, you take you you send me the video <laughs> like i watched the video and i was like what the fuck Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think that's I mean, what I texted you too. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what is this?" Yeah. It's just. I mean, you want to talk about outlet field? Right. Yeah. There you Nobody go. Nobody was expecting that whatsoever. Um. But anyway, uh, speaking of the Switch, uh, Metroid Prime Four should also be coming out this year. Uh, oh, huge fan Dude. of the Metroid Prime. Series. I'm excited for that. I've only yeah. played like one game on the Wii. Maybe. Maybe was it the third one? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, and like it was fun. I don't know that I played through the whole thing because it wasn't my Wii; it was somebody else's. But yeah, they're they so are really excellent games. Um, the original is of course the best. Um, <laughs> but I, the one thing that I hope that they do with this, and I and I think that Nintendo's learned its lesson over the past couple of years, we can is, hope. Um, that they really better do uh, some online multiplayer with this one because oh. it was supposed to be included with three. They decided to nix it um, pretty close to the last minute. Um, and really, I mean, you know, actually, I mean, given that there was a split screen multiplayer in Metroid Prime 2, I mean, they you know, certainly demonstrated, uh, and also through Metroid Prime Hunters, that um, the series, you know, can really. It may have been Hunters. Hunters? Played. Yeah. I can't remember, to be honest. 
but they really demonstrated that the series, you know, it, it does work, uh, you know, in a, in a multiplayer uh, atmosphere. So uh, I think adding online multiplayer to Metroid Prime 4 would be absolutely excellent. Um, Nintendo, if you're listening, please, for me, do just it. Please <laughs> do it for Vinyl Richie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that looks absolutely awesome. We don't really know hardly anything about it yet, but it should be out this year. Okay. Um, the other Sounds thing good. is, uh, and I'm probably going to have to borrow your PlayStation 4 for this, uh, would be uh, Metal Gear Survive. Um, I actually haven't played uh, any kind of online Metal Gear game since, uh, well, Metal Gear Online that was included with <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 on the PlayStation 3. Um, but if it's anything like that, um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, one of the biggest downsides to Metal Gear Online uh, was the fact was that... Was the online part. No. <laughs> it, well, it really kind of was because you actually had to download like a, like several gigs worth of files to even get into it. Yikes. Uh, connection was... I gotta use these. <laughs> Connection was not always stable. Um, it was it was really kind of a bit of a mess, even though it was very fun. Um, so hopefully Metal Gear Survive uh, will hopefully fix a lot of that. Cool. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I've not really played a Metal Gear game, so you're uh, you're welcome to the PS4 for that. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I think that's it for me. That's right. um, yeah, I mean mm. we'll, we'll we'll see what uh, what. What 2018? I was uh, gonna say we got a lot of year ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say this is <laughs> we're just, we're just getting, getting started here. <laughs> well, it's uh, that time. You know what this makes me think of? Makes me think of that. War, war never changes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, last month, it's actually been almost two months, um, we decided to play Fallout New Vegas for the first real episode of our podcast. Um, just want to say really quickly, uh, Fallout New Vegas, uh, came out in October uh, of 2010, uh, sits at an 84 on Metacritic, and, uh, while it is, I guess, technically a Bethesda title was made by obsidian um and is it's the only one right that's uh, not made by bethesda yeah it is the only one so far that has not been developed by bethesda um well i guess technically the first two were not but uh, ever okay. since bethesda took over the title with fallout 3 right um they have been developing them ever since um so any any um experience with fallout outside of new vegas before uh, you played this game so New Vegas was my first Fallout title, your first. Um, and that was actually pretty recently. Okay. Um, we actually just picked both picked it up, yeah, uh, over the Christmas season. Over Christmas, yeah. Um, my first was Fallout Four, really, um, okay, because I'd played Skyrim, and then Fallout Four was kind of the next thing to come out, and I was like, okay, you know, it looks like you know, kind of the same thing, but with guns, and obviously it's a different setting, and so I jumped into Four, and. Um, so I had a little experience with four, so I'm going to be making some comparisons probably to um, to four. But yeah, and, and I did pick up three at the same time, um, oh, just nice. because they were both on sale. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I outside of that, um, I, so. I had played a little bit of Fallout Two way back in the day. Aha! The truth but, comes out. But it, you really can't <laughs> compare uh, a two to any of the others, or really any of the top-down kind of more. Yeah, yeah. RTS I hear style. you. I hear you. 
All right, so uh, where do you want to start with Fallout New Vegas? Gosh, I mean, um, oh, I, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, <laughs> if, you've, if you've got something to say. Well, I just wanted to say um, kind of the intro sequence. <laughs> the intro sequence and the character start, kind of how you start the game. It's uh, again, My experience with Bethesda games has been Skyrim and Fallout 4, so they it seems like they kind of all kind of start out the same way where you're in you're in a you're in a pinch, right? Right. Um, I mean, Fallout 4's got a little bit more lead up to kind of the in the pinch thing than than uh, Skyrim does, but um, I liked this way better. Um, well, I, we're gonna spoiler this one a little bit. It's been like seven, eight years was, since yeah, this I came out. Say, so I mean, everybody, if you if you don't know by now, and this is the intro, so I'm not really ruining a whole lot for you. But um, you know, you start off and basically you're being put in the dirt in a grave because you just got shot. Yeah. Um, I I re- I liked it a lot better. I don't know. I mean, they, there was a little bit of lead up to it, just kind of showing the New Vegas Strip and some other stuff, and then it kind of drops in on you getting shot and being put in the ground. And then you wake up uh, in some dude's house, and he's, like, asking you questions, trying to make sure you're A-OK. Some, he's some kind of doctor or whatever. But it, I liked it because it's, it's a little bit more open. They do they do set you up as um, a courier in uh, in this new post-apocalyptic uh, landscape. So that boxes you in just a little bit character, you know, personal character story-wise. But um, otherwise, I just felt like it was a lot more kind of – open-ended i don't know i just enjoyed it a lot more um uh gives you uh, let's see what i write here sorry uh the story made i guess it made me care a little bit more about my character was is that like i'm just a dude that just got shot <laughs> and put in the ground so like i i kind of have my uh, revenge story in my head and then you have a little bit of of background outside of that too to kind of work towards but it's not they're not boxing you in too much. I don't know. It was kind of. Yeah, and, and I completely concur with that. Um, <laughs> you know, because I'll be I'll be honest. You know, with with me and open world games, um, I do have a tendency to kind of just you know want to like just wander around and you know yeah. do basically whatever the fuck I want. Um, but the storyline in New Vegas is actually pretty compelling um, because you know it, even just that intro sequence. I mean, it makes you want to find out who the fuck did this to me. Yeah, you know and what I mean? why the fu- well, exactly not even so much why the fuck, but who the fuck. Right. Yeah. You want to get revenge, um, and that and that is, is uh, you know it inspires you to to actually move through the storyline. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and that was like it was i liked how that kind of main storyline panned out too um just because like you would go to a town and i don't know i just like this world a lot better than than kind of the skyrim and fallout 4 cuz like you go and you you need something and people are like okay well i need you to do this for me first and it wasn't like just go kill there were some like hey go kill these things so people can come through but um it was like, okay, well, we need this in this town. So, like, if you can get this taken care of, then I'll give you some information. I just, like, everybody's kind of out for themselves, and it makes sense in this in this world, you know, that, right. that they live in now. Um, so, I mean, it's like a dumb thing to, like, want to, you know, like, have to do all this extra stuff. But, like, it felt, it made the world feel a little more alive, you know, like, yeah, you, I guess you could just try and like run to the next t- city or whatever and take care of this. I don't know that the the quest mechanic actually supports that, <laughs> but 
but you know, I mean, it, it gives you a reason to do all this other stuff and it, I don't know. It was cool. I liked it. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the one thing that I would say, uh, about the world is that it does. Okay. Actually, there are a couple of things. I say <laughs> about the world. So, um, I, Aesthetically, it is uh, it's excellent. I mean, it's it's everything that it's I good. would I would think uh, you know that a, a post nuclear apocalypse uh, world would look yeah. at mm-hmm. look like. Um, it's it's very eerie. Um, you know, there's this kind of it's desolate. It's desolate. You know, there's, there's kind this, of pockets of stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's but there's you know there's this kind of like weird kind of uh, uneasy gloom that hazes over it. Um, you know, yeah, you, you can kind of see in in places where you know. Where there was once, you know, kind of, you know, thriving community and things like that, and now it's just, you know, sort of these ruins, um, and that, and that really does kind of uh, get you in the in the mindset of the game, which is really cool. I think they did a really good yeah. job with the world. Definitely. Um, part of the problems that I have is that it can be difficult to travel at times. Um, it does take a long time mm. if you've got, you know, if you're going from, you know, one town at the bottom of the map, you know, all the way up to, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. It can take a mighty long time to get there. But, uh, I mean, to a certain extent, I like that. I feel, I mean, granted, there is fast travel in this game. So, um, that can make up a lot of the difference. But, uh, I just feel like it's just so much more immersive to have to be able to, like, walk places in games you know or to actually travel it, it just uh it it makes the game feel a lot more alive to me this what this one is weird in that like you're normally just like jogging around and then shift which i would normally think is sprint is walk right um so that was kind of weird but i got used to it and then and and actually i will say this about the movement system it's really really well designed in that when you have a weapon out if it's a two-handed weapon or something that would you know, naturally hinder your movement, you do slow down. Um, I was going to say, like, a single-handed weapon, I don't think it, excuse me, I don't think it makes much of a difference, but, um, but yeah, like the, like the shotguns and stuff, you, 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 you walk slower. Um, so I, I thought that was a really cool, just a small touch, but very nice. Yeah, definitely. The movement is, uh, is very, very precise, which is good for combat. Um, now, of course, you do have, you know, well, Actually, maybe we'll, maybe we'll dive into combat in a second here. Yeah, let's. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think my only issue is is this that um, you know obviously I don't expect like a, like a horse or yeah. anything like that. Um, it might have been nice just to add a little something in that could make you go just a, just a, just a tiny bit faster. Yeah, you know? but uh, that doesn't make you go faster. I don't mess with the Kims, so I don't know. <laughs> minor, <laughs> just a, just a minor complaint. It'll it'll be all right. Um, so I got a couple more little notes before we get, I guess, into like um, combat and stuff. But um, it just—I had a note that like it does not hold your hand really at all. Um, it really true. just drops you in and and says, "All right, go do your thing." Um, I mean, early on, you know, like if you're trying to do a persuasion, and I like how it does it. I like well, that's another thing we can get into, but um, it just kind of drops you in. I I had a really hard time with one of the very very early quests where you're learning how some survival some survival skills and you have to like find some plants and you've got quest markers and i'm like looking all around for these plants and i'm expecting them to stand out a little bit and it's like some like two or three inch like stick of a radish or whatever that's sticking out of the ground and i was like i could not find that and then the other one was like a flower that grows on some trees or whatever so i'm looking around there's like this one tree with this little flower on it but i 
it didn't stick out to the point where I was like, oh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? It took me like half an hour probably. And I think I even, and I think I looked it up too, because I couldn't figure out what the hell I was looking for. Um, so it definitely doesn't hold your hand. And it, it just kind of, in general, I feel like it just doesn't give a fuck. Um, right. That was an, one of the things I actually really love about it. There, it's, you know, there's adult language, adult themes. It just like it feels, and that that makes it feel more realistic to me. It just like I don't give a fuck if your mom's watching you play this. We're gonna say fuck and you know shit and all kinds of stuff. And there's prostitutes and I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it, it made it feel more real to me. You know, like the world's gone to shit, but like we gotta, you know have our vices still so yeah well and, and i think that that's the right attitude for the game to have definitely I mean, you, you you're playing in a world where you know nuclear explosions have gone off you know and destroyed everything that was civilization um except for those who were uh, who managed to stay alive so yeah. i mean you know it, it's gonna be a little rough and uh and i think that the game definitely does uh convey that attitude pretty well yeah definitely definitely but it was just something that like I was going to say 4. I didn't feel like Fallout 4 really had that. I mean, I think there's some language in it, but and and granted I haven't played a whole lot of 4. It just hasn't clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's fun. I, there's some things I think it does do better, but um it's a lot newer too. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that just kind of stood out to me. It's just like, yeah, it's just it's a very kind of real um in that way. So, um you want to talk about combat? Sure. So I mean, it, it's it's the guns much. suck. <laughs> the gunplay <laughs> is shit. Most of them suck pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, there there are a couple that you can get your hands on um, that that do seem to be actually worth a shit. Actually, let me rephrase that. The guns don't suck. They just yeah yeah. They just don't feel they don't feel powerful. I, part of it's the animation. I think. Um, I mean, they're okay, but they just don't feel like there's. They just don't feel like they have any oomph. Yeah, I mean, and especially when you're first starting out, I yeah. mean, you're, you're basically playing with a super soaker. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, uh, you know, kind of the same way that I feel about Morrowind. You know, it's frustrating, and you know, mm-hmm. and it can make you want to, you know, just slam on your keyboard and walk away. <laughs> but um, you know, really. I don't once think I got that upset. <laughs> once, you, once you push through it, um, it, it gets a little bit better. Um, so you just you just gotta stick with it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's your uh, it's your standard uh, first person shooter fare. Yeah, and, you know, gunplay. I I felt like was just a little overwhelming overall. Um, just the way the guns work and and stuff. But I mean, it was it was fun. The iron sights are take Terrible. a long time to get used to if yeah. you can get used to them at all. But bad. Um, but like I've got the I think it's the cowboy repeater, so it's like a forty five caliber rifle. You know, it's like it's fun to shoot people's heads off with it. Yeah. Which granted the game does weird things when you kill people, like limbs just pop off. I mean, <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's kinda strange. It's fun, but it's not realistic, I guess so. But it's fun to watch, you know, some some dude's head just pop off at the neck and start rolling around. Yeah, it's, so. it's always fun to quick save and then go into some like heavily populated area and then just have like yourself a, a Grand Theft Auto style massacre. Sometimes you just end up getting into those situations and you don't have a save. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, let's just say me and Gamora don't exactly get along. <laughs> 
got some beef. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so combat's not great, um, but there are favorites if you can figure out how to how to use them. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> I, I, I was going to go into this whole thing about how, you know, there was... Uh, there Grant, was dude. No organization, and you let know, loose. it was annoying to be able to, to switch between weapons and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, this guy comes over today and tells me that there's a favorite system that I didn't even realize. But what exactly did you say uh, were kind of the issues with it? Um, no, where's my hero? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so there is actually a favorite system. We're playing on uh, PC. Um, you just hold down a uh, number key, and then it brings up kind of a little quick select thing in the Pip-Boy, and, and then you can click on whichever weapon you want to put in that slot. Um, there's a big issue with the favorite system, though, in that um, anytime you're going into one of the casinos on the Strip in New Vegas, uh, they want to take all your weapons because they don't want you shooting up the place because it's bad, bad for business, which makes sense. Um, you can, um, you know hide stuff away if, if you have like a high enough sneak skill in some of the places and some of them you can just keep your small weapons on you and they don't notice somehow like you could walk around with a nine millimeter pistol on your hip and they'd be like yeah whatever that's fine unless you pull it out i think that's where you get in trouble actually i yeah, got in yeah. trouble i accidentally if i accidentally readied a weapon in the white glove society and I, that got me into trouble too so <laughs> i'm not doing so hot um, but every time you walk into one of these places and they take your weapons, anything that was in those um, favorite slots uh, gets taken out, and you have to reset those then when you come back out and get all your equipment back. So, like, yeah, there are favorites, but if you're spending a lot of time on the strip, just forget about it until you're going out somewhere else because it's just going to fuck you over again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, and, so. re and really, the, the Strip is uh, definitely one of the more fun places in the game, just because there's just a lot of th th there's it's a lot the of debauchery that, that you get, me, get yourself man. into. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, favorites are good, uh, but they kind of suck. Uh, the inventory system overall is just kind of absolute shite, um, and that's really not been fixed, I don't think, in 4. Like, uh, a search function would be good, or... I will say with four, um, I think you can like use Q and E to cycle through the different things. So like go from your status to your inventory, or maybe through like your weapons and then your apparel and stuff. So like it makes it a little easier to get through all those like sub menus. But in Fallout New Vegas, it's literally you got to click on everything. So if you need to get to the quest section, you got to click on quest, and then you got to click on quest, or you got to click on data and then quest, and then. If you want to look at the map, you gotta look at the map. You know, it's then you gotta go back into inventory, and then you're already in weapons, so you gotta switch to apparel, and it's like it's a mess. Yeah, it I really mean, is. Not not to take like a, a steaming shit on the Pit Boy or anything, but you know <laughs> that setup works for Goldeneye, but this is not Goldeneye. <laughs> There, there's a little bit more to it than than just. Uh, well, but here's the thing: in Goldeneye, you could just cycle through your weapons. Right. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. <laughs> And pretty much every first-person shooter pre, like, what, Halo? Yeah. You could just cycle through. You could be carrying, like, eight guns and just yeah, cycle through. Yeah, just cycle them. through. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm using my – I'm out of ammo for my grenade launcher. Let me switch to my AK-47. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch real quickly just on voice acting. Um, 
it's okay. I mean, is it ever great? I mean, well, here's here's the thing. Like, the like unnamed characters, like they're okay. There's not much variety, which is class classic Bethesda. Yeah, you know, like you have five people with the same lines over and over, but. I feel like the named NPC voice acting was really good. You've got characters like Mr. House, which is great. Benny was actually really good. Um, I don't know. I just thought that, like, I mean, like, the, the no-name people that you just run into, not great. Pretty standard fare for um, Bethesda in particular. But, like, the named voice acting, uh, named character voice acting, I thought was really good, actually. Mr. House in particular was really, really well done. Yeah, I mean, like... Really, other than, like, you know, save, like, a few, uh, like, specific NCR uh, higher-ups. Yeah. Most of the troopers were pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so, and Kaiser or Caesar. Yeah. Um, like, he was pretty good. But, yeah, again, all the legionnaires and stuff, like, meh. They were fun to slaughter, though. I haven't really, I haven't really messed with them a whole lot, really. Uh, no. Oh, we got big beef. Yeah. Yeah. You got, dude. I got beef on the strip. You got beef out in the. I, I oh yeah, I got beef out in the wasteland, man. <laughs> well, okay. So, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. What was the name of the town where they, uh, where they crucified everybody? Or oh, not, not everybody. Uh, I want to say Prim, people. but that's not right. It's not Prim. It's um. Oh it shit! It's not Prim. No, Prim is the one where you get the um sheriff, new sheriff for. That's right. Right. It's right, the right. next town. Yeah. Oh God. I don't know. I didn't spend a whole lot of time there um, on purpose. It's kind of creepy. But see, I kind of felt like, you know, like it was my duty. I, I went in and, and I saw everybody. Um, I did put them out of their misery. Um, oh, nice. No, I left people up there. You left people up there? Yeah, you didn't like, put them out of their misery? No, nah, dude. Oh, man. Um, dude, it's not, it, not my fight. But see, like, okay, so then I went into, uh, you know. Does that actually raise or lower your karma? I don't think it affected karma. And I don't even know what the fuck karma does, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really, like, noticed any changes based on karma. But, I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong. Um, But anyway, I, like, ransacked, you know, kind of the main building in uh, whatever town that is. Uh, gosh, we're well informed, aren't we? Yeah, we're real well informed. Um, But anyway, and then as soon as I Sorry, I don't have my pit boy on me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but when I walked out, they were all standing on the steps, kind of waiting for me, and they made all these threats. So you know, I I whipped out my uh, my cowboy repeater and I, and I put them to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, so now, see, like, I think they were outside the building when I walked up, and they, you know, he had to talk to me, and I was like, yeah, whatever, dude, you can fuck off as long as you don't fuck with me. But see, now the problem is, is like anytime I'm just like kind of roaming, just the open they're at land, you, they're on you. Oh, dude. They'll come for you, and I, I I get my ass kicked every time. Yeah, it's, see, I nah, I don't want to I don't want to mess with that. I ain't got time for your shit when I'm out in the wasteland. And they just randomly show up, like out yeah, of nowhere too. They just like, hello. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, okay, wait, I'm getting killed. You're that guy. Yeah, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what that town was called. I had something else I wanted to say too, and now I drawed a blank. Uh oh, drawed. You drawed? I drawed. I draw the blank. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that that does bring me to one point. Um, while while you're thinking about what you wanted to nice. say, um, <laughs> is that I I really appreciate um you know kind of the freedom that you have with your character and like kind of how you want to play the game, um you know that yeah. you can you know kind of make your own choices and you know if, if you want to be you know kind of an asshole 
you can do that and you can kill everybody. Or, you know, if you want to help these people, you can help them, you know, say, yeah. you, want to, you know, help the NCR. You can do that. If you don't like the NCR, you can kill the NCR. And it doesn't, there's no like really ultimate consequence. I mean, if you yeah. piss somebody off, they're going to try and kill you every time they see you. Right. But um, it doesn't necessarily uh, overall affect uh, the outcome of the game. Yeah. 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 And actually, that's something I really, I did really like. Yeah. There's, so there's different factions that you can more or less like impressed by killing their enemies or helping them out with quests and stuff too and yeah it's cool how you can you really can kind of pick and choose i mean the legion is like so vile i'm like how could i ever but it would be fun you know to play uh you know a character kind of like that um and in the same way as far as like building your character goes i really felt like the like perks and the skills um worked I don't know. They were just great. Like, again, my experiences with Fallout 4, and I don't remember there really being skills in quite the same way. Um, I guess there they were, but I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed the skills a lot more um, and, like, putting the points into your special and stuff, especially because in this one, like, you know, if I put points into speech, it actually helps me out. Right. I get extra options for stuff. And I love also whenever you're talking to somebody, it gives you basically exactly what you're saying to them as opposed to Fallout 4, which is like just a little bitty little blurb. This gives you like this is what you're saying to them. And so then, you know, you can judge better on how that's going to make them react. But then, I mean, I don't know. So there's like speech helps out a lot when you're talking to people, but there's also barter, which can help out so much. Um, Like sometimes you need to know explosive stuff for a quest or energy weapon things or whatever if you're going into the white glove society you have to have your sneak up like to 50 or 60 i think to keep your weapons on you otherwise they take absolutely everything you can't hide anything from them um so just like yeah i mean the skills i and then i I don't know i just love the other little skills so you know like the ones that let you do more damage to the opposite sex or whatever, or you have more health at night, or you know you do more damage to, or you can like walk up behind robots and just turn them off if you have, you know, again you have to have the right skills and everything. But I don't know. I just thought the skills and and uh, and the point system and everything in this one like just really felt like it actually had a a, a better and a more impact on my gameplay and how you know how what my character could do than than Skyrim or um uh fallout 4 yeah definitely and and i I think the fact that you can kind of because you know at first when i was playing it it definitely seemed like it was a little bit of a clusterfuck but then like after i got into it a little bit i realized that there was a lot of strategy especially in like picking your perks and things like that oh yeah and 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 i think that that also really adds to the replayability too because i mean you know you can start a different character you can take them in a completely different direction definitely uh than your previous character um I think that um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's actually really good, um, and you can really. Uh, it's not because I mean I feel like in most uh, in most uh, kind of RPG games like mm. that, yeah. Um, you know, of course, skill skills and skill points do play a factor, right? But yeah. At the same time, you know, you're really just kind of like you know beefing up your character as you go on, right? In 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 Fallout New Vegas, you know, you actually can you know expand in certain areas and and they actually you know you see the the uh the effects of it yeah i the th- uh, the thing is 
I would I would maybe describe it this way. Like so many RPGs, when you like level up and pick your perks or your skill points or whatever, like you're literally just doing like a percentage of change to, you know, like your damage output. Something that's like totally passive, right? But um, and this is one of the reasons that I do love um, Dragon's Dogma, which I mentioned earlier, um, is that like all the skills. Well, there are passive skills in it, but you know most of the skills are. Um, combat skills in that game but they're active so like they're they're things you actually do and and this is the same way i mean a little bit different but you know like you know you can't just run walk sneak up behind a robot normally and disable them but because i've taken this particular perk now i can't it's something i can go do it doesn't just happen you know i don't just do three percent more damage to robots i think he does do more damage but you know i've also got this other option that's you know non-combat related essentially um so yeah i don't know that i that that's what i want you know i want right. i want to be able to do stuff not like just get a little boost to whatever so yeah the customization um was definitely greatly appreciated in this game for sure um yeah so i'm how far are you in the game have you beat it have you beat the? well it's open world but i mean did you beat you finished main quest. I actually did not finish the storyline yet. Me neither. Um, I I, uh, I got sidetracked by a lot. Me too. Sidetracked. Sidetracked. I got words are hard. So I got <laughs> sidetracked by a lot of other stuff. There was Christmas and you know then New Year's. Yeah, and, and, and you know. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But I do actually intend on uh, fully intend on completing the storyline. So um, just because I mean it was uh, totally worth it. Should I ask how far you are? That's the uh, next question I'm trying to decide. Um. Because if you're farther than me, then you're going to ruin it. Gosh. Ruiner. I mean, it's kind of hard to, like, figure out exactly, like, where you are in the game, I guess. Um, I I was doing some stuff uh, with the NCR the last time I was playing. Okay. um, And... And actually, did go back and like try to try to figure out the whole sheriff thing for uh, for Prim. Um, you just I now went back to figure out the sheriff thing for Prim. I did. Oh yeah. my god, dude! <laughs> That's always what happens to me in open world games, dude. Dude, you're you're a long way off then. I am. I mean, I think I'm I think I'm getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah. But I, now I don't want to tell you because I don't want to ruin it. I mean, let's just say I've definitely gotten myself. Uh, into some firefights that some of them were real dumb. Like I was in, I was actually completing um, a quest line inside the White Glove Society. I totally finished it. I was walking out, no problems. Even though I'd killed some people, like in the basement or whatever, no big deal. No one saw, so it was cool. Um, and I was walking out, and there's like a little room before you get to their main entrance there where like the cashier is or whatever and i had a pistol equipped because i had killed somebody and for whatever reason i pressed r instead of f or something i don't know and so here comes the pistol and all these dudes come at me and i'm like (laughs) oh shit oh shit and i actually i don't think i shot any of them because i went i went on out into the main the foyer i guess and, uh, like, there was the guy I was doing the quest for was there and, like, some other people that were with him or whatever. And they literally shot all the dudes attacking me. <laughs> so I didn't, <laughs> so I didn't, like, I mean, I got in a little bit of trouble, I think, for pulling my weapon. But, um, 
yeah, after that, I mean, I, I didn't do anything, so, uh, yeah, and then I was doing something in Gamora, and I shot one dude, and it's just like a fucking avalanche, once you start, <laughs> like, everyone's coming at you, and you just, you gotta, gotta protect yourself, I ended up just run, like, I had to leap over a balcony or whatever, because I was on the second floor, <laughs> and just run out, because I was like, <laughs> alright, I'm done, I'm done, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty close to the end of the main storyline. That's about all I've been doing, really. Um, a little bit of side stuff, but this is the main the main storyline is the most interesting thing to me at See, least right now. And that's so. and that's where I kind of kind of faltered with uh, with completing a lot of that was just because I got super sidetracked by exploration and uh, you know doing side quests and this and that that yeah. is one thing i will say is like i mean there there is a lot to do in the game yeah uh just besides the main storyline i mean oh yeah i believe that lots of side quests i haven't seen much of it but i believe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the only bad thing is i was gonna say it does seem really bland like there's just not in between kind of there's these pockets of you know, like the towns and stuff, there's not right. a whole lot you going on most of the time. There's a few things, but, I mean, it's not quite as alive as something like um, Skyrim or Fallout 4. Right. It's a lot a lot older, too. Well, not that much older than Skyrim, actually. Yeah, but... 2010? But even when you think about it, I huh. mean, you know, games like, like if we're going to... Like, especially talking about, like, Skyrim and Fallout 4, I mean, if you go back to games like, you know, like Oblivion or even Morrowind, yeah. you know, the, you know, in between stuff, I mean, you know, there is, there's a lot going on. You know, you, you run into random people that, you know, either they have nothing to say to you or, you know, <laughs> they want to send you on some wild side quest or... Or they want to kill you. Or they want to kill you, yeah. yeah. Or they want you to kill them, like, uh, like oh. the guy in Skyrim. Yeah. That poor orc. <laughs> Man, he just wants a good death. So funny. All right. Is that it? Is that all we got? I don't know. Is that? I think that's that all, all we got? got. I think that's. I think I hit I, all the. I think all I hit all my points. points too. Yeah, that's weird. Well, um, okay. So you know, if you had to, well, maybe not if you had to, but uh, would you, would you play or pass on this? Would you play this for two hours on your pit boy, <laughs> or would you, <laughs> or would you pass? Definitely, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's a great game. I've had a lot of fun playing it. In fact, even uh, talking about it again makes me want to go back and, and, and play it some more. Mm -hmm. um, I like the fact that uh, since it is a little bit older, I can put it on really just about anything. Yeah, um, that's true. Which is definitely a good bonus. Um, Take it with you. Yeah. Play it on your Nokia. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely play. Um, great game. Um definitely gonna enjoy it for a while to come awesome it's uh it's a play for me too um i definitely say i mean like if you enjoyed fallout 4 play fallout new vegas it's it's definitely a little different and and there are some things fallout 4 does better in particular like things like inventory management gun plays a little nicer um but i think uh overall like your uh, character storyline is way more compelling um and just uh, I don't know that I'd say the world's more alive per se, but I mean, like it feels more real to me. Um, and, and, you know, talking about the skills and everything, I don't know. I just, overall, I've enjoyed it a lot more than, um, than Fallout 4, um, which is, I don't know, seems weird to say cause it just came out a couple of years ago, but, um, yeah, I've, I've, it's definitely a play for me too. 
Um, okay, so next month we have pre-decided. <laughs> Thanks. We're going to have to get a sound bite for that. <laughs> um, we've decided to play a little game called Star Crawlers. Um, it just came out May last year, 2017. It's available on basically everything. It's 20 bucks right now on GOG. I didn't look on Steam. That's but the same price it's, as Steam. Yeah, I mean, it's not terribly expensive. It's uh, it's like a it's a dungeon crawler. Um, yeah, if you played anything like uh, like Shining in the Darkness or uh, well, that's really the only game I can think of to compare <laughs> that you it can to. Think of. Um, Shining in the Darkness, Shining the Holy Ark. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, it reminds me of a game that I did not play, but I saw people play called uh, Ju- Dungeons of Dreadmore, um, where it's again kind of a dungeon crawler, but you're playing tile to tile and there's enemies that you attack and you go through but this is set in space so it's kind of yeah, kind of that same it's first person it's first person um, turn-based combat so yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah like uh, and like you said you know you move one tile at a time um, so that you know there's a lot of uh, uh, strategy strategy there. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it honestly we don't know a lot about it, it was just something that we saw and it was like I don't know. It looks interesting. You want to play that? Yeah, and switch so it up a said, little bit. All right, yeah, switch it up. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're gonna play, Star Crawlers. So if oh wow, dude, <laughs> shit, we're getting a takedown notice now. Um, so yeah, if you wanna wanna play along with us, we're gonna do Star Crawlers for February, and um, I guess that's it. Yeah, let me do some kind of outro here. Justice reigns from above. 